Praise the Lord. What a joy to be in his presence. Indeed, Lord, we bless your name that we are here in your presence and we pray that you and you alone will speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. I shall walk in freedom. What a wonderful prophecy. What a wonderful prophecy. Um, have you ever desired to do something and yet you can't? Like the way I normally desire to sing and yet when it is time to sing, I normally hide the mic so that I don't give D instead of O. But there is this song which says, do you know it? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's how I normally sing. I stop there so that those ones who are professionals can pick it from there. That is our prayer. Let God take us there to those waters that are still. Uh-huh. Let the Lord take us to that still streams of the living water. Because once you are there, you will drink. And when you drink, you'll be refreshed. And so today, we have a wonderful comparison between men and women. You give a man a flower. Moments later, you find it lying on the seat where he was seated but the lady will carry it home. And so today, the Lord says he's going to make us into his wonderful, beautiful flowers. When there is a flower, there is a certain life that comes in. People who are mentally disturbed, they take them into an area where there is calmness, and flowers is part of it. I normally pity the people that went to Tabika and grabbed the land, and they thought that they are safe. Little did they know that the whole of that span was given to the people. When you go there, and you have issues which are disturbing you, by just being in that kind of atmosphere, there is a healing that comes. Now, the healing that God is bringing is more than the healing that comes from that kind of open space. It is more than the healing that comes to a woman whose soul is wounded and she gets a flower and she finds comfort. It is the healing that is touchable. It is a healing that you can experience it is a healing that you can 
testify about. My prayer is that this afternoon you will have a testimony to give. So Psalm 119 verse 45 says, I will walk about in freedom for I have sought out your precepts. I will walk about in freedom for I have thought about your precepts. I have thought about your laws. I have thought about your teachings. I have thought about your principles. When David says, being in the presence of God for one day is more than being in the world for a thousand years. And the whole king opts to be a gatekeeper at the kingdom of God than being a king somewhere else. In other words, there is a secret. Being in the presence of God, there is a secret. And so, finding or dipping yourself in the laws of God, in the teachings of God, in the principles of God, means it brings you into friendship with God. And friendship with God means the presence of God walking with you. And the presence of God walking with you, it brings healing. It brings freedom. How many of us here can testify that one day Peter told Jesus, Today, Master, I'm not going with you because I'm feeling some headache. Did Simon Peter ever say that? Or John? Or James? But they were human beings like any other. Or where Jesus sent out an apology to his disciples. Today I am feeling some stomachache. I am not going out for a, for a meeting. Did he? No. There is a secret in being in the presence of God. So once I was praying with someone. And in a vision. I saw this person tied on a tree like a goat there was a rope which had tied her and when we went into prayer we realized that's how the enemy had denied her of her freedom it was not until that we broke the rope that she was able to see success she was able to see victories in her life. But the witchcraft which had been used had tied her like a goat on a tree. So breaking such a rope and making a person be free to walk about and do what she pleases is a great victory. It is a great victory. So Psalm 107 verse 13 this is what David says. That then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. You can be there, but you are chained. And every time the word that comes out of your mouth is, but what's wrong with me? What is wrong with our family? Things cannot add up. The Bible says they cried out to the Lord. And he made an intervention to get them out of darkness, utter darkness, and broke the chains. There are certain things which do not make sense to some of us. One of the people, seniors in Uganda, was a minister during a minister's time, a minister during Obote II, and then Seven gave her an opportunity to be a minister once again. So one day, she was released from her duties, and she was to go back to Masaka. She told the driver, drive and we go. And the driver 
also drove. When they reached at the petrol station, the driver said, we don't have fuel. The minister got shocked. We don't have fuel. Yeah, we don't have fuel. We need some fuel. She opened her bag and got 5,000 shillings. You know, asking them to put in fuel. And the driver looked at her. She also looked at the driver. They wondered to each other. The driver is saying, Madam, we are going to massacre. And the woman is saying, why can't you tell them to put in fuel? Why? Because every time they are coming to pick her, they go and fuel, and she sits and they go. She doesn't know the cost of fuel. So some of us may be like that. You don't know what it means. Before you finished campus, somebody proposed. You don't know what it means. To know that every time somebody tells you, happy birthday, you cry. Because you are 35. 36. Still counting 39. And so when they say happy birthday, you cry. Hello? You don't know what it means. Before you finished... You had a job. But you don't know that there's somebody who cannot take Holy Communion because the shoe has been, is torn. You have walked the streets of Kampara and you cannot find anybody to ask you to be a sweeper. And yet you're a man with a wife, with children. So you don't know what it means. David is saying, you have gotten us out of darkness, utter darkness. But behold, the one who is married and has money, the son has said, I don't want school when he's in second year, Makerede University. And he tells you, Daddy, if you want to go, you go and study. I don't think that for me to be successful, I must continue being harassed by Jim Rex with his coursework. And you look for every cancer around and no one makes sense to him. That is also your tears. So we have different tears. You got out of darkness, utter darkness. So to understand the negative power that comes with slavery, look at a woman, a beautiful woman, and find her crying. The mucus is getting out of her nose. The eyes are tearing. The makeup is gone. And tell her you look beautiful you'll be telling a lie. Isn't it? When you find her, crying. But find her in a happy mood. You wonder this is, whether this is the woman you saw. Ladies, is that one true? Have you ever looked at yourself crying? The beauty is what? But once you're happy, you look at yourself and again and again, and you nod your head, and you say, yes. You don't even put on the flat shoe, you put on the high-heeled shoe. So for you men, you don't know, a woman's dress code is also determined by how she feels in herself. When she's happy, she puts on to her best. You meet her walking, she walks with confidence. Narbata aruku garuzamu. Why? There are certain tears that we have deep within ourselves. And the Lord has come today to say, I know you. He knows my name.
Now, please don't put up your hand, but let me make this statement to let you know that your God is aware. Yesterday, you are lady and you are present here physically. Yesterday evening, you reached home before your husband. And your husband came. And when you heard the knock, you got out to meet him. You came and you said, you are welcome. To show the respect, you knelt down to welcome him. He looked at you with an eye of disgust. He walked away from you. You spent some few minutes on your knees. From there, you went and sat in that chair facing the television. You never watched what was going on. You cried. The Lord knows you. And he is coming into your family. He is restoring peace and joy in that family. As I mention it, you feel the tears, but be strong, don't cry, so that no one here knows that it is you. Don't cry. But the Lord is coming to restore peace and joy in your marriage. So the Lord wants to take us there at the still waters to enjoy what comes with the freedom from oppressors. Isaiah chapter 52, verse 1 up to verse 3 says, Awake, awake, Zion. Close yourselves with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, Jerusalem, the holy city. When they talk of splendor, they mean the utmost beauty. Put on your garments of your utmost beauty, Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and defiled will not enter you again. Shake off the dust. Rise up. Sit enthroned, Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains on your neck, daughter of Zion, now a captive. For this is what the Lord says. You were sold for nothing, and without money, you will be redeemed. And without money, you will be redeemed. And without money, you will be redeemed. Let your tears go. Let the Lord wipe away your tears. Did you go for a medical attention and something went wrong? They gave you an injection that, and that injection has brought a condition in your life and you are here they gave you an injection and it made your leg to continuously get the numbness 
because the injection touched and damaged your nerve. Where are you? This is the word. And he told me that you you'll be hesitant, but you are here. You went, you paid your money for your treatment, and injection touched and damaged your nerve. The Lord wants to heal you. Where are you? I don't know why the Spirit is pointing me around here. You sometimes get a unique pain for some time, and then off it goes. You should be around here. Please, you better hurry because the time is going. If you identify with that one, please. You are around here. Why you are doubting in yourself is because now you are not feeling the pain. But the pain comes and then it goes. So where are you? Don't fear. Okay. Yeah. So the Spirit of God is perfect. He knows that you are seated around there. Okay? Didn't you hesitate to come because... Uh, because uh, this happened many years ago. It's about, I was young. I'm not even one who paid for the fees. It must be about uh, more than 30 years. But I feel pain on and off. On and off. And one of the reasons why you had hesitated to come is because you were not feeling the pain, isn't it? Yes. Okay. There are periods when I limp. I move with a limp, but sometimes I'm fine. Okay. Now, the Lord is setting you free, healing that nerve. Okay? So, without money, you will be set free. Okay? And the doctors told you that there's no treatment for the nerve, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But the treatment is in God. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, may you stretch out your hands to her. Lord, when your daughter is limping, when your daughter is in pain, she cries to you. Today, you are saying, I know you. Today, we declare that this nerve is forever repaired. That this nerve will never pain her again. And this nerve today is healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, now church, let me ask you this question. You know there are issues which are so private to ladies. Not so? But when God wants to heal, should we keep them private or I should mention it? Should I mention it or I keep it? We mention it, okay. Now, one of our sisters present here, something has happened to you. And you wonder why. Normally, three, five days, you are out of your period. But for the last five or so months, the period would come and sometimes there's a time it took almost a full month. And the gynecologists gave you no medication. 
Now, for purposes of privacy, please, don't come here. Not so. But we shall pray together. Not so? Today. This is the direction I'm getting. Church, let us pray for our sister. Don't put up your hand. Don't come here. But the Lord knows you. Not so? And is hearing you. Here today. Not so? Okay. Lord God, our heavenly Father, we lift this, your daughter. This hormonal imbalance that has been coming to her, disorganizing her, causing her pain and anguish, making her cry. Today, we put an end to it. We pray, King of glory, that you touch her you hear her, that from today, her periods go back to the normal, three to five days, and that continuous bleeding stops in her life, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. So, Isaiah has told us that for this is what the Lord says, you were sold for nothing, and without money, you will be redeemed. So the Lord will set you free today. As he says in Nahum, chapter 1, verse 13, that now I will break their yoke from your neck and tear your sackcloth away. The Lord is going to break the yoke of the oppressor which has been on your neck. Amen? So under captivity, many of us feel imprisoned, confined, and unable to escape from our captors. Many things have kept us under captivity, like addiction and habits. You'll find that you are a believer, even while driving, you are on the phone. Addicted. Driving. And you are on what? On WhatsApp. Choo-choo. Then you check. You can no longer control yourself. I was so gentle not to say addicted to pornography. And you are a believer. That's why I have used the, the, the simple word of the WhatsApp. But addicted to what? My brother, you are married. If you want to see a woman how God created her, tell your wife when you are in your bedroom. Not so. Why look at those who ate their shame? Why? But the enemy comes in very slowly. You open a window like this. For him, he opens the whole gate. And you can no longer control yourself. The Lord says, he can set you free. He can liberate you. So that when, by mistake, you look at something, you say, oh God, have mercy. Instead of saying, can I? When the MBs are over, you even borrow to watch more. No, that must end. That captivity must end. It must end. Spiritual torment and oppressions. Wow. One of us here, you fear darkness. You fear darkness. When power goes off, it is like hell. You know, has come. Where are you? I don't know why my eyes are coming this side. Where are you? Where? 
I see the fingers pointing to somebody who is not raising the hand. You fear darkness. The Lord wants to set you free. Because God has not given us a spirit that makes us live to fear again. But he has given us the spirit of sonship and sound mind with whom we say, Abba. So, where? Don't miss out. It is your day of your deliverance. The Lord is pointing me around here. If you are there, please, do, again, you might be fearing to come, you know, which confirms the fear. But Lord, in the name of Jesus, we break the spirit of fear. For fear does not come from God. The spirit that you give us, Lord, is a spirit of sonship and sound mind. Now I command you stand up in Jesus' name. So, the person who has been fearing, stand up. You are no longer a slave to fear. So stand up and receive your freedom. Okay, you come. We are going to do something more. We are going to face the congregation. Uh -huh. One of the reasons you feared to come was to stand before people. Is that right? Yes. Today, you are receiving your freedom. When you are growing up, you would rather sus on yourself than to go out in darkness. Is that right? Yeah. Today, you are receiving your freedom. Look straight in my eyes. You spirit of fear, today I command you, take your dirty hands off this daughter of Abraham. We command you, leave! And get into the abyss. I pray, Jesus, that you fill your daughter with boldness, power, and authority. That from today, she will never fear. She will never fear people. She will never fear darkness. She will walk like a lion knowing that the Lord in her is stronger. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Stay soldiers of the cross If so Hallelujah. Amen. My sister, you are free from that fear. Okay? Now, to show her that she's free, okay, she's going to do the unbelievable to greet you and tell you her name. That is something she had never done before people. Is that right? For so many years. For so many years. Praise the Lord. Yeah. My name is, since I'm married, my name is Mrs. Twinom Juni Harriet. Yeah. Okay. Kare. So the enemy can enslave you. 
okay? If she was still to be here, she would tell you she would fear going for interviews. Is that right, my sister? When there is even an opportunity for you to be employed and you fear to go for interviews and you bring lame excuses not to go there, but the Lord has set you free. So, do you feel depressed due to some unbearable physical, social, financial situations that rob you of your joy? What is it that has been taking you, taking the joy of the Lord from you? You know it? Yes. We are going to use a moment now and we pray over it. That which has been distressing you and taking joy from you, the Lord is here to answer you. He is here to do what? To answer you. Please just mention it to the Lord. And you say, Jesus, make an intervention in this area. Make an intervention in this area. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because you hear our cry. Your word says that those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so, Lord, we call upon your name today. Deliver us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I know the reason why some of us did not clap your hand because you didn't know whether God has actually answered you. But let me show you that he has answered you. One of our sisters here, you prayed for this. You have three aunties who are not married. And you have been worried that that spirit which has been making your aunties not be married will affect you not to be married. That is what you prayed for. Just shoot up your hand. Shoot up your hand. The aunties who are not married are three. Where are you? Where are you? You are here. You are here. I wish you would know that the time which we have is very limited. So please, you come here. You come. Don't just raise up your hand and then you remain seated. Or you raise it in your heart and you remain seated. The aunties which, who are not married are three. And that is what you prayed for. The worry of not being married. Because you think there's something which is generational. Please, better hurry. <laughs> Now, why are you fearing? Okay. They are three. Not so? Yes. And that is what you prayed for. Yes. Now, let me tell you. Whenever a boyfriend would come to propose, in your mind you would say, ha, will this relationship last? Is that right? Yes. Now, the Lord had you. The Lord had you. And this is what the Lord tells me to tell you, that your marriage 
is bringing a breakthrough in your family. You getting married like this, that curse has already been nullified. So he had you as you prayed. Amen. So, this is a simple indication, a simple indication that the prayer which you made there, the Lord heard you. He heard you. To the extent that God listens to the whispers which you make. Like one of our sisters, while planning to come here, you whispered to the Lord and you said, God, will you give me a son? That is the whisper which you made. Before coming here and the Lord heard that whisper. I can see there are so many Thomases who are wondering whether that is actually true or not. Now, there's something which we are combining. I know that I'm supposed to be stopping at a certain hour so that we pray. But we are conversing while praying. Not so. So at the end of the day, you have prayed. Not so. We are supposed to finish by 2.30, latest, not so. And for sure, I will not exceed by even one minute. We shall finish, but we shall have some minutes for the benediction to come, not so. Now, the one who whispered, as you are planning to come for God to give you a son, where are you? Now, I have already told you that we are going to finish by what? By 2.30. Then you keep on so delaying. Now, why do you delay? The reason why I am asking you to come is not anything else that God did not hear you, but there is somebody here who is doubting whether God has heard your prayer. So that is why I'm asking you to come. So, where are you? You whisper to the Lord. God, will you give me a son? Where are you? Please, better hurry. Better hurry. Better hurry, because you are there. <laughs> anyway, as you are still doubting, debating, not doubting, whether to come, because you, you don't want to be identified in that, in that line. But what do you choose? For God not to hear you or to come? What do you choose? For God not to hear you or to come? What do you choose for this lady? To come or to, to fear to be identified with the prayer? To come. Okay. So the church says come. So you come. That was your whisper. So you come, and then we shall, the church will confirm your prayer. You better come, <laughs> okay? I wish I was guessing. If I was guessing, I would have moved on, but I'm not guessing. So you are there, please come. Okay, so as we are planning to come, I know you will come, because you have no option but to come. Okay? So, as captives, we are hopeless. We are unable to escape. Why? Because the captor is very angry. The captor is ruthless. The captor is merciless. And the captor is cruel. What did the revelation tell us? That the accuser of the believers has been held down. Celebrate you the heavens, but woe unto you people who are on the earth. Because he has come with a lot of anger. Why? He knows that his time is limited. 
First Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Looking for someone to devour. Now, if you talk about devouring, it means, have you ever seen hyenas on the Natch Geo world? How they eat their play. They don't wait for it to die. They eat it as it is moving. That's what the devil does. The Banyarwanda people say, You are dead while still walking. That's how the devil kills us without any sympathy. So, but the one to free us is the true Lion of Judah. Okay? He is the true Lion of Judah. He is the true Lion of Judah. Okay? The one that was able to open the scroll. So, the true Lion of Judah is here to set us free from the cruelty of the enemy. So, Deuteronomy 28 verse 7 says, The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you shall be defeated before you. They will come to you from one direction, but free from you in seven different directions. So, that is why Paul says very strongly that be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So, when we are strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, then he sets us free and then we shall be free indeed. So, after knowing that, let us deal with every form of addiction. Let us deal with every form of perversion. Let us deal with the things which enslave us. Things like anger and forgiveness and rage. Where you drink the poison and you keep on hoping that your enemy will do what? Will die. Not so. Now, we are going to do it this way. Okay? We are going to do it this way. Isaiah says, may the Lord arise and his enemies be scattered. So, the Lord is arising and the enemy must be scattered. We are going to have a general prayer and then the rest of the prayer is going to be made as you come for the what? For the anointing. Not so. The general prayer is this. That whatever has been paining you, that whatever has been chaining you, the Lord is setting you free. And this is the faith we are moving with. Elijah told the prophets of Baal to cry. He told them to shout. He told them to cut themselves with stones. From morning up to evening, their God never answered. But when it came to him, as he repaired the altar, he said, God, answer me with fire. Within no time, the Lord answered with fire. Are you getting me? So the prayer we are going to have is not going to last even for two minutes. But our God is the God who answers by fire. He will do every miracle in your life. Shall we be on our feet? Holy Spirit of God, we invite you. 
come and fill this place. And in your presence, O oh Lord, by the authority that you have given us, we scatter every darkness from each one of us, Lord. We break every chain from each one of us, O oh God. We rebuke every pain from each one of us, Lord. And we command every sickness and infirmity to leave and to depart from each one of us, Lord. Today, King of glory, wipe away every tear from our eyes. Lord, you answer prayer. I will ask you, please, just to offer that prayer. And the Lord is answering it. Whisper that prayer to the Lord and is answering it. Thank you, Jesus. For your word says, ask for anything in my name. Believe that you have got it and it shall be yours. Lord, we receive the answers to our prayers. Today, we walk out of this place in the total freedom. Let every demon free. Let every oppressive spirit free. Let every bondage be broken. Lord, today, we get out of every form of captivity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.